What's up guys, Manny Carreria, Real Estate Resource, and this is episode number 13 of Whiskey Wednesday Podcast Sessions, where we sit with entrepreneurs, influencers, movers, and shakers over a glass of some fine whiskey. Today, my friends, we're going to be drinking Balcones Rumble Whiskey, and I just had a sip. It was deliciously strong, but a good taste, and today I'm going to be sitting with my special guest, now, this gentleman is an entrepreneur and a business owner of 915 Tours here in El Paso. David Garman, what's up, brother? Hello. Cheers. Oh, what's your drink? You gotta get your whiskey. Oh, no, no. No, that's not your whiskey. That's not your whiskey. No. No, he's not drinking today. So, uh, <laughs> cheers. cheers to you. Yeah, definitely stay hydrated. Um, for everybody else that's drinking, we got a special guest from Florida, Christian Rosero. Doesn't want to be on camera. It's cool. We'll hear his voice. Christian, how's the whiskey? Delicious. It's delicious. Cool, cool. So really excited to have you on, David. I know we've known each other for a long time. And, um, you know, I've been uh, I've been doing this podcast for a couple weeks now, a couple months, actually, three months, right? Mm. Three months. And, um, you know, sitting down with entrepreneurs, influencers, people doing big things here in the city. And of course, your name obviously has to come up. You know, you're doing some good stuff out here with 915 Tours. So let's start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself. And then we could go into, you know, business. <clears throat> okay, so my name is David. Uh, I'm married with two little girls, and uh, they're the love of my life. And so I work a day job, and at nighttime I do my entrepreneur thing. Always kind of been an entrepreneur. Nice. Um, always had a hustle. Uh, something something going on. And yeah. That's just my life. Born, that, born and raised here in El Paso? No, I'm from Indiana. Indiana, uh, nice. Grew up about five, ten minutes from Notre Dame. Oh, nice. So, what brought you out to El Paso? My wife. Okay, she's <clears throat> so from El Paso. Yeah, so I did five years in the Navy, and that's when I met my wife through a friend in the Navy. Awesome. And uh, so I ended up here. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. So, talking a little bit about your entrepreneurial background, you said you've always been kind of an entrepreneur. What influenced you, or what kind of got you started in that path? Um, I don't know. I've always wanted more. Yeah. Uh, never wanted to settle for, for anything. Mm-hmm. Um. Just always been, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just been, you know. I mean, same as you. Yeah, yeah you've yeah, always got something going on, right? And, right. And it's just a mindset that you, I don't know. I want to say you're born with it, right? Because uh, it can be learned, but um, it's just always been a, a thing, man. I, I, selling candy, selling glow yeah. sticks, whatever. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like when you're a kid, you sell whatever you can. To yeah, yeah. Make I, I sold ice cream. There you go. <laughs> I, sold ice, I sold ice cream for chores and for money, but, <laughs> like. Pick up the dog shit and give you a bucket of some sandwiches, you know? <laughs> Everybody's got their hustle. I mean, yeah, mowing yeah. lawns, Definitely. whatever it takes to, to make some money to, to cool. do what you want to do. So who influenced you? I mean, was there anybody in particular? Parents, family members, friends? <clears throat> so my dad was, uh, he was an electrician, started his own business. And I was young and I didn't really understand it, but I knew that he was always, uh, always going for it. You know? Right, right. Um, it was... A tough decision for him, I'm sure, and he uh, he understands where I'm at. I understand where he was at. Right, right. At the time, I didn't understand it because okay. you know I was young and he was gone a lot, and I only uh, it made it tough, right? right. But um, now looking back, it makes complete sense. Right. So growing up, you did see, you know, even though he had his own business, you saw. The time that it took yeah. for him to the sacrifice. Not, yeah, the sacrifice that it took for him not only to go every single day to that job, but also to lose 
some of that family time that a lot of entrepreneurs I feel like now are getting to understand mm -hmm. what it really takes to be an entrepreneur, right. the discipline and, and the sacrifice that you really have to take. So how did that kind of make you feel seeing that and then still feeling like this is still what I want to do, you know? You know, I'm not sure because my, my older brother, he was big into school and getting a job. And, okay. and that's cool. I mean, that's that's how it is for a lot of people. That's yeah. good. Um, but for me, I just kind of gravitated towards how he was. Right. And so I don't know if I answered the question. Yeah, no, you did, definitely. And I think kind of going back to what you said, um, it does come down to, you know, just having that inside you. Because I know exactly what you mean. I mean... I've worked jobs, you know, I've worked the nine to five and, and I could tell you for sure I've been super miserable and I know for sure that working these nine to fives is not what I wanted to do, right. you know? And that's not to say anybody that is working a nine to five is wrong, wrong. No, right. you know? Right. Because just like what you're doing right now, you still have a full-time job. Yeah. So when does your entrepreneurial, when does your business hours kick in? Right after five o'clock, five to two? Yeah, or? so I, like today I worked five to five. Okay. And then... Um, I mean, I'm here, and then I'm probably going to go work on buses right now. And okay. uh, it's pretty much from 5 until uh, I put the girls to bed, and then after that I go work until midnight yeah. or whatever, and then wake up at 3.45 and uh, go do it again. Right. So. That's the hustle, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the hustle. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's 20-hour days. Yeah, definitely. And, Even, that's... And, and the hard thing is going to be transitioning out of working the job and still putting in 20 hours. Right. Because that's when you've really got to kick in grind mode. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people think, oh, I'm just going to have a lot more time. Right. But it's like, you're going to have a lot more time to fucking dedicate to this other craft, right. you know? Yeah, I actually have some friends that full-time firefighters and realtors left the fire department and had days to fill in, you know? And they're yeah. like, holy shit, I didn't yeah. know I had that much time. Well, you could be available. so much more productive. If yeah, you, definitely. You know, you've, you've got to be um, disciplined to do mm -hmm. it, but uh, right, for right, sure, right. man. I mean, there's... There's yeah. a lot of time in the day. Yeah, definitely. So before we do talk a little bit about the business and what you actually do and, you know, the the, uh, the business that you've created, um, a little bit about that work-life balance. Talk to me about how you're balancing it with your family because obviously you have a family, you have kids, you have a wife, and you're talking to me about 20-hour days, you know? So how does, how does that work-life balance come into play and how do you balance those things? I still... So... <clears throat> like we said, after I get out of work, I'll go home mm -hmm. and I'll spend an hour or two with the kids, uh, put them to bed. Um, so we, they, my kids do know who I am, mm -hmm. right? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a big thing. And my so wife, she knows who I am, right? So, yeah. uh, I mean, there's got to be some time. We do yeah, make definitely. family time. Um, you know, we're not the, oh, we're, we're all going to sit down at the table and have dinner together and that kind of thing, you know? Right. It's not the traditional, but you can't expect that when you're, when you're building, starting a business, exactly. starting a brand, it just, it can't happen. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so, I mean, we just got back from Washington, D.C., had a great trip with my family. And the uh, Celsius just came back yeah, from there, was, too. It was great. You guys um, went together? Yeah. Another thing I wasn't invited to. I wasn't invited to the toast and I was to this Washington, D.C. trip. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we do, uh, thankfully, we do get to travel and, and awesome. get some perks, um, and spend some time together as a family, so. That's cool. Kids know I love them. That's good. And I think, I think that's another thing, too, just like what you kind of said, is you can't expect that without this, you know. There has to be the right expectations, I think, also. Mm -hmm. um, I just came back from a training out in Miami, Florida, um, with Grant Cardone, Uncle G. 
And uh, it was freaking, it was one day. It was only one day, but the amount of value that I came back with was just, it was, it was, it was so worth it, you know? Yeah. But one thing that he did talk about was that work-life balance and how important it was for him when he was 25, when he, learned, when he knew, I have to buckle down and have to get my money right for my future family. I don't have a wife yet, I don't have kids yet, but I need to do this now so that when I have them, I'm ready to go. Right. And he says, you know, I'm glad I didn't have my kids even though I love them and I didn't have my wife when I was 25 right. because it would have softened me up and yeah. I had to become the person I am right now. It's, it's, so yeah. it's really hard to, especially in that building phase, you know, and you're we're going to talk you're about. you're a key man right now. Yeah. You, you got no, you know. Yeah, bro. No, no kids, no, uh, no girlfriend, no, <laughs> no, uh, no wife. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely at this point in my life where I feel like I'm not there yet, but I'm definitely headed towards my prime. I'm getting to the age and the years and the moment in my life where I'm successful and I have a lot of things and I'm in a position right now to have a huge impact and an everlasting impact, yeah. you know, and leave a legacy, you yeah. know? Yeah, this is a legacy thing. And that's what really keeps me going with this YouTube, with these, you know, putting up the, the vlogs and the podcasts and the content and overall just being a good, person and being the best person I can be you know so I think that that is super important in creating the business in having that dynamic of, of family too is having that balance yeah. but setting the right expectations right so yeah. cool man <clears throat> so let's get into it I mean tell us a little bit about you know 915 tours what okay. what is 915 tours about how does it work you know so uh, basically travel has always been a big thing for me I feel like I'm kind of a gypsy and <laughs> I like traveling, so yeah. uh, that's how this whole thing started. I had okay. bought a, I had bought a bus, and and it was uh, converted into an RV. Then, now, was this just for you and your family? Yeah. Or? Okay. But you know, they didn't want to use it, so whatever. So I. Why? It was a nineteen sixty. Okay. It was yeah. It was really cool. It was yeah. a nineteen sixty, totally vintage. And I'm like, hey, we should go to Cowboys games with this thing. We can tailgate and have a good time. Whatever. That's where the idea came from. Right. So. So I tell my buddies at work, since my wife doesn't want to go, I tell my buddies at work, <laughs> like, hey, guys, let's go to a game. You know, we can all pitch in and have a nice tailgate or whatever. And You're like, uh, check out my RV. Check yeah, it yeah, out. yeah. So, uh, so one guy goes, hey, man, there's, you know there's a company in town that takes people to the games, right? I said, really? So, I, you know, I did some research, and they do a great job, and they have a lot of – they take a lot of people, and they make a lot of people's dreams come true. But I thought – it could be done better. Okay. Okay. So, is this something that you experienced for yourself, or were you no, kind no, of no. just doing your own research? And, yeah, you know, I did, yeah. I talked to a lot and, of people. Yeah, that, okay. I talked to a lot of people that had traveled with them, what they mm -hmm. liked, what they didn't like, kind of the setup and, and things. Right. And, um, in a way, I feel sorry for you know ripping, taking taking the idea, but I think I think every <clears throat> idea has existed for hundreds of years. For it's sure. just it's 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 a matter of you know making it better and better and better right. and better. And if there's no competition, uh, we don't get better. Right. So there's no, there's everything's stagnant. You know, everything right. just stays still. So basically, I just wanted to create more value and and be an outlet, a source for people to be able to travel. Mm -hmm. uh, because I think that a lot of people in El Paso don't travel, right. and they don't get to experience a lot of things that um, I guess I grew up doing, or I people that I know have done. Right. right. And so. For us to be able to offer like payment plans on trips and That's awesome. things like that is really uh, it's very helpful to help people get out of town. Yeah. 
So that's one of the main focuses, is like helping. Because I do know a lot of people that haven't gone out of town. You know, a lot of people haven't been to Miami, and even that's far. But people haven't even been outside of El Paso and experienced yeah. those things. So exactly, there's so you, there's so much world. And, and let's let's put facts to facts. I mean, this is just a, a low-income city. That's one of the reasons too. You know, it's it's not a lot. There's not a lot of people that could buy the six hundred dollar flight round trip. Right. Plus, tickets, and then still buy the hotel and the tickets. Plus, the experiences and, we offer. Right, right. Meeting players and and tailgating with former players and you know all that kind of VIP type right. stuff. So so tell me about the experience that you offer. And then talk to me about the the competitors. You know what what experience are you offering versus what they're offering as far as value and what what you're experiencing for, for um, your clients. Okay, so we we offer the round trip travel with drinks and snacks on the bus. We do serve beer and wine for anyone over twenty one. Um, we keep try to keep it under control because we do want right. to stay family friendly. Right, right. Um, we we stay at a four diamond hotel. So nice. we we pretty much just stay at Omni. Uh, how many oh, okay. properties and they're very consistent across the board right, very good yeah. hotels I said uh, yeah. yeah so we do a meet and greet with a current player uh, so you'll get your picture That's you'll cool. get an autograph with the player things like that uh, which is one of a kind. I mean, yeah, where, definitely. Where else can you buy a package and do that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, that's like the whole VIP type package, right? <clears throat> so um, uh, the hotel, the player. The ultimate tailgate party. So for three and a half hours prior to kickoff, we do um, we hang out with Bill Bates, three-time Super Bowl champion. We have about fifteen hundred to two thousand people under a tent. Uh, music, you know, DJ lights, this is a dancing. Tailgate. This yeah, is a tailgate. huge yeah. tailgate. It's all you can eat: barbecue, open okay. bar. Uh, it's great. Sounds fun. <laughs> and then and then from there go to the you know you get your ticket to the game as right, well. Right, right. So um, it's. I'm not gonna say all inclusive because, like, you know, your breakfast when you're there and right. things like that are not. Yeah, inclusive. there's still some spending that you'll do, but yeah. but and for the most part, it's it's pretty much taken care yeah. of. Yeah, especially yeah. for the game and the experience. Right. The tailgate right. and all the other fun stuff yeah. that you do. Huh? So we, yeah, I mean, it's one of a kind value, um, and and we break it down into payments. That's that's cool. the big thing. So what types of clients are you getting right now? What type? What does your clientele look like? Um, I would say. Anywhere from mid twenties to uh, early fifties, you know, people they get out, have a good time. Um, how do I say? It? I, they've all, you know, they're big Cowboys fans, of course. Right. We do have fans from other teams that come. Uh, probably about, on average, about ten to twenty percent of the other versus team. Right. Okay. Our first trip was the first. <laughs> How is that? How is that? Everybody's in a bus. No, it's I know, cool, man. I know you cowboy know, fans are. You know. We're adults. Yeah. Right? I mean, we've got a host. We've got a host that keeps things under control. Okay, cool. Uh, our hosts are a great time. Right. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's all in fun. Yeah, definitely. There's, some, there's a little bit of trash talk. And most <laughs> of the time, it's like a husband and wife that, you know, one. Uh, and, one jersey and the other. Yeah, one's a Redskins fan, one's a Cowboys fan. Yeah. And, so, you know, trash talking. And, How many divorces are you seeing? No. That's right, you're looking for a girlfriend. Yeah, so what are these numbers like? <laughs> so, no, um, I mean, it's a good time. We, we keep That's it cool. fun. We, uh, there is some trash talk, but it's not. We don't go overboard. Yeah. At all, at all. That's awesome. So, how do you how do you kind of go out and get those interviews with the uh, 
the players and stuff like that like what what are you doing marketing wise or do you have somebody on ground you know doing that for you or is that something that you're kind of doing behind the scenes? so yeah i basically try and deal with management you know people that people that deal with the you players. yourself yeah because um, dealing with the players can be kind of difficult right um, they're good people don't get me wrong but it's it's just easier um, to deal through a manager right uh, so anybody can do that right mm -hmm. um, but of course we know the right people now you right. know you stick your hand out to enough people and you meet you meet enough people just asking huh simply yeah. asking yeah. i think that's one thing that a lot of people don't do is put their oh this is dark so <laughs> there is some oh my god you're one of those not to do that <laughs> dude i i like there's only a couple things that i'm scared of or not scared but i just won't do them i won't watch scary movies and i won't kill bugs <laughs> And when people kill bugs with their hand, I'm just like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, like a monk. You don't even know. Like the other day, I was on the phone with Frank, and I'm I'm headed to his house, and I'm passing my model house, and I'm driving like 30 miles an hour in a 35 going speed limit. <laughs> of course. And, <laughs> and there was a freaking cat. Oh, I <laughs> dude, that oh, was cat. Ran over it. Bro, this cat, I hit him. <gasps> And I was freaking out. I'm on the phone. I'm like, ah, no! <laughs> I dude, I like lost it. I felt like I got hit. And I was like, no! Nah. Like, what happened? I was like, I hit a fucking cat. <laughs> I hate that because I can feel it. What happened to the cat? <laughs> I'm not gonna say the story. <laughs> I'm not gonna say the story. The story's over. History. It was ugly. The cat is out. There's his over history. Books. No, it was. It, it, I don't know if I hit him. He took off running still, but he like. He like like I it looked like I tried to tackle him and he broke through the tackle and he kept running and he was like he was like kind of disordered oh my god. and I was like oh my god not with the tire right just with the bumper I think he I think yeah he hit the like the front of my my probably tucked bumper. in the yeah I don't know what he did yeah. but well, Kat, he's got any more lives bro I'm pretty sure he's the <laughs> that was for sure one <laughs> for sure took one <laughs> so um. So sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> by the bug, crazy, the bug. So. Let me know when to go live too. Okay. Um, I thought we were. I did the first recording. Oh, okay. So you cool. You can do it now. You'd like. Um. So kind of going back to how it started, because I don't think we really, really dug into that. Obviously, you you know you bought an RV for your family. You were thinking of taking them out to cowboy games. Yeah. And at what point did you feel like this can be a business? And at what point did you actually start that business? So I guess I developed a love for the buses and um, transportation, of course. I mean, like I told you, I like to travel and, right. and, and stuff. So uh, what better way than to do what you love and, and get paid for it? Get paid for it. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it. I, Basically, just becoming something that people want to do. Right. Uh, now, did you start the business with this one RV that no, you had, no, no. or like how? Does, so, what what steps okay. did you take from there to kind of say, okay, this is an actual legit business. So let's right. make it legit business. So you know? yeah, so I just uh, <laughs> going through the internet looking for buses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then my coworkers egging me on. I mean, it's you have some really nice buses though. They're not just like. Like a brand new bus. It's well, like they're old, some, right? Yeah, so they're, they're really old. They're classic yeah. uh, buses. We're we're trying to get new ones. I'm 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 actually working. I, on I it. like that look a lot better. I wish still those type of types of buses. I do I do too, but yeah. I'll tell you what: to be lucrative in business, you've got to stay current. Correct. And um, so like business to low golden nugget. Oh, uh, 
it's a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to let go of my babies, but uh, I do have to grow up. You have up. to grow. Yeah. You have to grow with and, the business and, and, as it grows. So a lot of charters and things like that, uh, if you want to get booked, you need to have newer model buses. Right. <clears throat> no matter, even if you've made the inside nice. And and especially if your competition right. is, is doing that as yeah. well, you know? Yeah. It's like the airlines. You see a lot of brand new airplanes. And you could tell, like, I'm super excited when I jump in an airplane. And I'm like, oh, yeah, not, it has the LEDs. I'm like, okay, this is new, you know? Yeah. And then you get into the one that doesn't, and it's like the leather seats are cracked. Yeah. And you're like, shit, it's yeah. like the yeah. Basically, like yeah. that. So, I mean, it's it's hard to hard to progress with charters and things like that because in the off-season, we do have to keep buses moving. Right. And so, uh, whether it be for uh, weddings, youth groups, um, you name it. I mean, whatever kind of groups need... Uh, transportation we've got to have we've got to be current with right definitely. the competition mm -hmm. so you went online you started searching for some buses you knew that your rv wasn't going to cut it right, right. If you yeah, understand yeah, you can't <laughs> like, no. my wife wouldn't my wife yeah. and kids wouldn't even get in yeah, nobody else would pay to go on this <laughs> yeah so uh yeah and then uh, yeah i found one that uh, i guess fit my budget um i had my 401k took a loan and uh just went for it. Yeah. You know, a couple of coworkers that, you know, ah, you won't do it. You know, they kind of egg you on. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Hit the buy now button. So, yeah. You it happened. <laughs> Before I knew anything, anything about the transportation business, how to run a transportation company, any of that stuff. You figure that out later. Figure it out. Yeah. So, what did that, I mean, I think that is really what separates an entrepreneur from a non-entrepreneur, you know, somebody that just talks it, but somebody that actually does it is actually going all in and betting on yourself and figuring it out later just like you did. Jump, so, jump and learn how to fly. Yeah, exactly. So what was that feeling like for you? And then going back to now, because how long ago was this? We never, four years. Four years ago. Four years, uh, yeah, just barely four years. So tell us a little bit about that feeling, what it was like, what that conversation was maybe like for you and your wife. <laughs> because <laughs> this is a 401k we're talking about. And I only say that because I think what stops a lot of people from starting the business is the money part. Mm -hmm. And I think Absolutely. And I think, you know, a lot of people traditionally traditionally are are born and raised to have that backup plan and have the 401k to be safe and don't touch it until you're right. this age, you know? So pulling out of it for a lot of people just sounds scary as shit, you know? It's like, why the fuck would you do that? Yeah. You're, you're fucked. Like, you know, you, if you fail, you're done. You're going to yeah. work until you're 80 years old, you know? So yeah. what, what was that conversation like, one? And two, how did that feeling feel when you actually did it? Because I think that's the one thing that separates us, you know, is having the idea and actually executing on it. Uh, faith is a big thing. You've got to have faith and just believe in yourself and um, believe that somebody's got your back. Yeah, definitely. Um, so my homeboy, DS, uh, he's been along for the ride with me from day one, from all my past ventures and things Did like that. Did you sell that. him? Is that your RV? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no. Um, so, I mean, he kind of, not, not that he egged me on, but he was like, look, man, I'm, I'm here for you. Uh, we'll I'll team up with you for the design and things like that. And he does yeah. a great job. Yeah, definitely. With what he does. Shout out to DS. Um, Absolutely. I mean, he does a lot of video work, professional video work. Um, he's with one of the best media teams here in El Paso. Yeah. 
as far as content creation, like video, you know, they're doing music videos for a lot of artists and all yeah. and uh in big the, name in the big, US, big you know, yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty crazy what they're doing, but um so he was definitely so one the of marketing players. side of things, right? I mean, from the past when we met, um, is when we when I kind of learned marketing, right? And uh, having him on my side for that was uh, very very positive. Thinking, okay, I mean, I've got professional uh, design and things like that that I need uh, to to move forward with our marketing and grow, right. uh, grow a good uh, good following and things. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So he was definitely one of those people that helped, yeah. Oh, yeah. helped kind of get you to <clears throat> for sure, point. for sure. Yeah, I mean, without professional uh, design and, and the things that you put out, you can't expect anybody harder. to take you right, right. take you serious. So talk to me about your first year in business. What was that like? Tough, man. Yeah. Very tough. Um, trying to you know, just get the hang of the transportation business. Uh, trying to get the DOT. The insurance, all that, all that what? stuff to break get down it. DOT. <clears throat> no idea. What Department of Transportation. Oh, so you've got to have. I don't uh, know what that is because I'm a license. I do. I mean, you've got to have your your USDOT number, your FMCSA right. number, uh, all this, all this stuff that's involved in, in uh, traveling, carrying mm-hmm. people. There's so much liability to oh that, I bet, right? Yeah, yeah. How much is your insurance? I mean, yeah, don't tell that. Don't say that number, but I'm sure the so, insurance yeah. liability on that is <clears throat> is insane, right? Yeah. Probably more than the lease on this building. You know, it's yeah. just the insurance every month. Mm-hmm. So uh, it can be stressful at times. Yeah, definitely. But uh, especially when you're starting, you don't have any clientele. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the good thing is we started right at football season. Okay. So they kind of helped us. So what was, your, what was your first tour like? It was something else, man. This is a fun part of hearing stories. So, 49ers versus Cowboys. uh, Like, two days before, only a few people booked and just stressing and like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Yeah. And then you get a couple people that uh, they wanted to go with the competition and they were sold out. So, they called and they were like, we've got a group of six people and what can you do? And at that point, you're like, I've, I've got to do what I got to do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so you take what you can get and put it together, and we ended up taking like, I don't know, 30 people. Wow. So almost a full bus, and, and it was a good time, man, because it was half 49ers fans. Okay. And so it was like husband and wife, like I tell you. Yeah. And then big group of friends that are at each other's throats. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So, so how how was that kind of like for you? Because you were the host. I had to host. You didn't, I you had, didn't have the host yeah, had, yet, right? Had, you, now you have your own team. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, they're great too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some really good people, and that's one of the good things about growing is that you've got to get the right people. Right. Um, and you go through some, you know, and you find the right ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy because you get there and it's a whole new experience. Like you've never been to the hotel. You've never been to the stadium. You're like, hey, I'm the voice behind the phone. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that, <laughs> that, and then you're like, okay, I'm supposed to know where we're going. Yeah. And so you've got to be the leader and, and show no, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Had you been to Dallas before that? We've been to a game, okay. but not like, not like, no, not like, not like, hey, follow yeah. me, guys. Right, right. So it was, it worked. <laughs> That's it was, awesome. It worked. Yeah. So <clears throat> talk to me about the momentum. When did you guys start catching momentum? And what was that learning experience like for you, you know, after your first tour down to your last tour right now? Um, so the momentum really kicked in the second year because we had footage 
And, you know, I was going on all the trips on the first year, so I had uh, pictures, video of people doing the cool mm -hmm. things that we do. I was in Miami while you were doing all this. I right. was watching, yeah. yeah. So it was, uh, it was an experience for me, and it was an experience for everybody that was coming on board following us. Okay. And so um, you've got to show people what they're getting. Yeah, definitely. And, and show them the value that you're providing. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's where we really started getting the momentum was people said, oh, man, well, we could go with these guys and get this, or we could go with these guys for the same price, maybe just a little bit more and get, you know. and get all this. Right. So, um, you know, the documentation was a huge thing. Definitely. And Definitely. so we did the second year much better. Um, we ended up taking two buses to two games. So second year you got your second bus. No, no. I Yeah. Just back up. So when did that momentum, and that's <clears throat> part of that momentum, you know, getting that... How many buses are you at right now? We're running two. Two. Yeah, okay, we're, so we're only operating two. At yeah. what point did you get your second? Uh, I had bought one and turned out to be a lemon. And really? Yeah. Cost you more than... It was bad, man. Yeah. So I'm still paying for it. Shit. Yeah. And I know I don't have it. Yeah. It's not operating. It's not <laughs> yeah, making me money. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, big time loss. Um, but you, you just got to pull up your britches and keep moving, right? Right, definitely. So... Um, yeah, so we didn't get the second bus until, I'd say year three. Year three. Year three is when we got it. Cool. Um, but we were, I was chartering from another company for year two. As um, in renting? Yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, even though you don't, you're not profitable on those buses, you're still getting you're the You're still keeping the brand, you're still keeping. Right, and you're growing, and you're showing that you're growing. Yeah, definitely. And that if you could take two buses, I mean, that's killer, man. Yeah. That's a lot of people yeah, that are that are. How many how many people are in the bus? So my buses hold forty and forty seven. That other one was holding fifty two. Nice. So it's yeah. a lot of people. I mean, let's say we take eighty people every game. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> this is this yeah. a lot of people. Sounds like a lot of fun too. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So you really started catching momentum right after your second year. That's when you had to get that second bus. Even though you weren't profitable, you were <clears throat> renting those buses. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't until that third year that you picked up your second bus, which you're operating. And then, and that's right. when Dak and Zeke and everything went great. Nice. You know, so um, it was good. Uh, year three was good, and, uh, and now you're in year <clears throat> four. Well, no, year four. We we just did year Passed. four. Okay. So now, year, year, year four five. was really rough really? because of the kneeling. Because of Zeke's suspension, um, there was a lot of hurdles to overcome last year. So talk to me about that because I think you have a very unique business and a lot of people don't see the, the insights that you really have to pay attention to behind the scenes, which are the stats and who's going to play the game and, you know, what team they're playing. The effect so, that it has. Yeah, definitely. So you just said <clears throat> kneeling. Like, I remember the controversy with the whole kneeling right. thing. Um, but that affected your yeah. business as well. I, I think so a little bit. I mean, okay. El Paso, I don't think, was as affected by it right. as maybe some of the other cities. Bigger cities. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's of course it was a thing. Mm -hmm. you know? um, it hurt the league a little bit, mm -hmm. but you just got to keep moving. I mean, you yeah. can't, can't make excuses and, and blame things, right. um, but it was tough. <clears throat> Didn't make it really tough. Yeah. And I tried a new approach because I thought, okay, well, if we took uh, four – to four games, we took two buses the previous year. We could fill two buses for every game. Right. So definitely. I invested a lot of money uh, into ticketing. Because you're getting these tickets in advance, right? Right. Way in advance. Yeah. 
So well, they don't... I mean, some of the brokers I have payment plans. Okay. But I'm still committed, mm-hmm. and and I'm a man of my word. So right. even if people don't book, I've still got to pay the tickets. Definitely. So it's um, the investment can be very scary. <clears throat> but um, and I've seen I've seen post like I've, this is probably like a year and a half, maybe two years. Like I remember seeing a post like, "Hey, have two tickets left for this," and you were signing them a little bit in advance, but. Even just marketing, though, that, you know, just tells that you are committed. You bought these tickets way in advance. Yeah, Even yeah. if people didn't book them yet, that that need and that drive to fill that need was already there. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, so you set the goal and then, yeah, you, and then you force yourself to get it. Definitely. Um, definitely. And if you fall short, uh, but you've still done well, then it's good. But um, So this year, we've already filled four trips. That's awesome. We're sold out on four games. And football season is about to start, right? Yeah, so the schedule came out in April, uh, mid-April, April 20th or 21st, mm-hmm. something like that. We had a couple of Cowboys players come to town, which was awesome. It was Where they go? Um, uh, EPTX. EPTX, yeah. Who, by the way, they're great people. Uh, Dickie. Well, through Renee. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, we, we took the players there, had a huge turnout. It was a great time, you know. People got to meet the players, yeah. get autographs. It was during the that. day too, right? <clears throat> yeah, I remember. I was working, so yeah. <laughs> I, I saw pictures. Of, it was all over Instagram. <laughs> so we booked a lot of people there. Yeah, and um, that's kind of the whole reason I want to do it because you get people booked, which makes it easier for us down the road. Uh, you don't want to be dealing with that stuff during the season yeah, because definitely. you've got enough on your plate mm-hmm. trying to get everything else coordinated. Um, but so that people can start making payments. Yeah. And what? How do these payment plans work? How long are they structured? Um, so from April till September, let's say you've got four, five, six months okay. until your game. Uh, you put a hundred dollars down, and you can make. You break it up into the monthly payments up until two weeks prior to departure. Awesome. So it makes it so much easier than having to come up with six, seven, eight hundred dollars yeah, per person. Because a lot of people, I mean, <clears throat> there's just there's just not a lot of people that can do that. Drop right. six hundred dollars at right. a time. You know? so. so I also started the Cowboys Travel Club, which it's a year round. Uh, payment that gets automatically drafted, awesome. and so it's you know, what is the lowest price one thirty five up to seventy dollars, and you get to go to a game every year. Really, and you uh, pick which game? Yeah. So when you're a part of the club, you get VIP treatment. So at the event, our club members get to go to the front of the line. They get a, a football to get autographed, a picture to get autographed, uh, whatever you know, meet the players. That's awesome. <clears throat> and then, um, yeah, just little perks. They get to. The game that they want for sure they're going that's cool things like that so that is really cool i mean because if you're getting all that additional value i mean just adding a simple trip how much the ticket would be for me and, and a girl and then the flight for us right <laughs> right so are you laughing but it can happen it can happen but one day one day so, i mean just ticket alone flight alone hotel alone that's over I, i'm just calculating in my head probably 1200 bucks over Fifteen hundred bucks, maybe. You know, yeah, with flights, yeah, you're talking yeah. fifteen, sixteen, two thousand. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's definitely. It adds up quick. Yeah, and that's and without that's autographs. That's right. without meeting the people, yeah. without the barbecue, <clears throat> vegetarian barbecue. You're vegetarian. <laughs> For real? I always Is that why you're mad that I killed the bug? Yeah, <laughs> dude. That's fucked up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> 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 what are you doing? We're on the show, man. <laughs> no, it's like oh, I'm sorry. It happens. <laughs> By the way, that steak I had yesterday was. <laughs> we were just talking about. <laughs> we were just talking about. Um, I don't know if you see my post, but we're very strategic with, with our posts, and um, 
we have different themes dating. And uh, I give a lot of control to the Sosas because they do a great job marketing. And, uh, you know, for the last couple of weeks, we've been doing restaurant reviews and highlighting a lot of really good restaurants here in El Paso. Yeah. I think we have some of the best food and, and options out here. Even if it's like all Mexican, it's like so, yeah. so different everywhere you go, you know? So yeah. it's really good. And um, I was like, hey, why do you guys keep posting like steakhouses and stuff? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like on my feet and I'm like, I posted this? <laughs> Big old steak. <laughs> and in the next photo, it's like some cows. And I'm like, <laughs> that ain't me. It's not me. I'm not for this. <laughs> no, it's funny. <laughs> so, uh, so let's talk a little bit about, you know, the journey that you have had, what are some of the biggest struggles that you've run into in the last four, now going on five years, you know, in the business? What are some of the biggest struggles that you've had to, you know, come off of and learn from, biggest lessons that you've had so far? Hmm. It usually always gets people thinking, because I think there's so many, right? Yeah, it's like, there has to be so many. But part of being an entrepreneur is being able to overcome things. Definitely. I mean, you, you learn to uh, be a problem solver. Right. <clears throat> and I guess I've always felt, felt bored if I wasn't solving problems. So, uh, just, man, it, anywhere from, from people to mechanicals to mm-hmm. financial stuff. I mean, everything is, there's just so much to... How important has it been for you to find the right people? Because I know you're talking about you know the host and the good people that you have behind the scenes. When you first started, it was you, you know. So what? How important has that been to find the right team and the right people that you can count on? I know there there was an incident maybe a while ago about a bus breaking down or something, and then it's it's about how you react and how yeah. fast you react, you know. Because these people could be stranded in the middle right. of nowhere sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. So how important is it for you to find the right team? And how long did it take you to find the right people that need to be in the right place? <clears throat> as far as hosts, I mean, we've we've always had kind of the right people. Because people that enjoy getting people hype is, is yeah. what we like. So yeah, um, I like being hype. That's easy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's easy to know, hey, you're good for the yeah. job. Um, but also to be able to handle the everything else that's involved with mm-hmm. coordinating the, the timing <clears throat> and the tickets and, and all that stuff. Um, drivers is pretty difficult, um, especially since our drivers really only work part-time, so they still need to work a full-time job. So you need to find somebody that's off for that <clears throat> weekend. Right. Mm-hmm. Or retire. Um, right. And that's where I've had kind of the best luck is with folks that are retired. CDL. Yeah. CDL. Oh, yeah. They have to have CDL, uh, passenger endorsement. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, that finding drivers has been a struggle. Yeah. Um, but we overcome it. I mean, awesome. I, I don't know. I guess I can't say the biggest hurdle. There's been a lot, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure, yeah. Especially if something you got into something that you didn't really know much about, you know? I think getting getting and doing something like that and taking that chance and taking that risk. The start. Yeah. There you go. The, the, start the start is the hurdle. Okay. Uh, because, yeah, you've got to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And, and it can be hard to do when you're living a cush life. Definitely. Because was there a need? Was there a monetary need? Uh, obviously, there's a monetary need long term. I mean, this is something that you look for 
because you enjoyed it and you, you got the income. But was this something that, you know, you have your full-time job. You didn't really need to do And thank God for it. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because if I didn't have it, then I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't have my house. No, I mean, right. uh, it would have been... It wouldn't have happened right. without my without my full time job, my seed mm-hmm. money, and uh, that's how you got to start. But yeah. um, it's it's not so much monetary uh, as it is, I guess, monetary because you need money to, to live and and. But I, I mean, more so the time. Right. I want to be able to buy my freedom back, uh, spend time with my kids. Like if I could retire by forty, my kids will be. 12, 13 years old, and so that'd be young. Perfect time. You're young dude. <clears throat> 33. That's crazy. So, 33 years old. So, I mean, if the freedom to be able to not have to go to the job and be able right. to wake up, not, not wake up late, but choose my own schedule, right, I guess, would be the best thing. To yeah. What, what kind of advice would you give somebody? that is wanting to start their own business. Because I think with entrepreneurship, there's so many, there's so much mixed messages out there from so many different people like, hey, quit your fucking job, your nine to five, and go all in on this. And then there's other people that are like, you know, don't quit your nine to five job, work on this from seven to two, right. and have that income <clears throat> coming in, which I think is super smart. And I always recommend, especially to like people that are thinking about joining real estate and have a job right now, don't quit your job, you know, especially, doing real estate real estate yeah. is like one of the hardest things to do you know yeah, so absolutely. so what kind of advice would you have to somebody because you are obviously four years into your business and it's you're seeing the success you're still working you're yeah. still working your job your full-time job and then you're still you know working on your craft and your business yeah. so what kind of advice would you have to that one person that is thinking of starting their own business but has that nine to five i guess a lot of it depends on what it is they're starting and how much of a financial backing they have to begin with. Right. So for us it was scratch you know, scratching up pennies to, to to do everything that we do. Uh, and I still haven't taken a paycheck and I keep putting everything back in. That's awesome. Uh, some people four years in four years working Going on your fifth. twenty hour days, yeah. Seven days a week. A lot of people don't get that, right? Yeah. Um, but haven't paid myself. I paid my wife maybe a couple of small checks, yeah. but but everything needs to be reinvested, and, and you don't want to starve your business. Mm-hmm. So if you're, you know, if you're a, a new entrepreneur and you have a business that you're trying to grow, you don't want to starve it. Right. You don't want to take your earnings and go partying with it and celebrating and. You've you've got to invest it wisely, definitely, <clears throat> rather than um, using it all up. Yeah. So how are you kind of reinvesting that money into marketing? How are you marketing and kind of branding yourself? Obviously, you got the help of DS, which is right. content Huge. creator. You know, he's good. Um, but as far as the monetary, I think a lot of people don't really understand how much money should go back into this. I can tell you for sure. <clears throat> As much as I'm successful in real estate, 
the majority of my business, of my money, is going right back into my business. Right. And it has to. Has to. In order for us to run all the stuff that we're running Absolutely. and for us to have the attention. They're not working for you for free. Of course not. Of course. You know, so says. And the ads on, on Facebook. I mean, they're not running for Instagram, free. And Zillow's not going to be sending right. me leads for free, right. you know. And <clears throat> funnels aren't going to be working for free, you know. Right. So there's so many different outlets that, that you can market nowadays and advertise and brand yourself. And a lot of people, I think, are just so under-minded or under... They, they just see it as underpriced, you know? And what well, is underpriced right now, but they're not really seeing the full, you know, impact that it could have on somebody's business. Especially nowadays, how cheap it is to market right. on Facebook and yeah. Instagram and things like that. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy inexpensive, but a lot of people are taking the winnings that they have for the week or the fucking month and going and buying the bottles and, and buying the new cars and the watches and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think that is one and of the And without a stable income, that can be exactly. very hard to yeah. grow your business. Definitely, definitely. So I think, you know, a lot of the, the business backing behind it, the business growth and development and you starting your business has to be more of a long-term kind of plan than a short-term yeah. kind of plan, yeah. you know? Because when it comes down to it, just people, that's why you see so many businesses popping up and vanishing yeah. within a year. You know, yeah. that first year they see success and you know blow another it. thing I see is like people don't understand price point <clears throat> when they start, and I didn't so much understand it either. And I've had to adjust, mm -hmm. right? So like, I mean, uh, let's say I've got a friend that says I'm going to open up a, a corn in the cup truck, right? That I'm going to sell elotes and I can sell them for fifty cents less than that guy. Right. That guy's already figured out his cost. Right. He knows. He has to sell them for that much to, to be at stay that price. In business. So yeah. by you coming and trying to sell it for fifty cents less, you're gonna possibly hurt his business, uh, and, and then and, and then you're gonna go out of business, or you're yeah. gonna raise your price. Exactly. And so it, it's really hard here in this market to to figure price point. Yeah. Uh, but the ones that have been around have a price point where they have it for a reason. <clears throat> Definitely, I think that's. You gotta study. Crazy. Yeah, you gotta study the market, and, and I'm not trying to be cheaper than my competition. I'm just trying to provide more value for the dollar. Right. That's that's I think the golden nugget mm -hmm. here with anything. I mean, even down to me and my business, what I do. Every realtor is the same. We all have the same license. We could open up the same house that you're looking at as for sale. But what kind of value are you getting? You know, what kind of what kind of person are you going to have behind you and that's really what it comes down to it's not really offering the free services because there's no value to that you know right. the value comes from the experience and and what you're really what you're really providing for that person right. so that's super important man um and i think that's what a lot of businesses aren't doing that's what a lot of that's why a lot yeah. of businesses here especially in the city you know you just see so many businesses come up and within a month within six months eight months there's a lot of undercutting yeah <clears throat> they try and undercut and mm -hmm. I th from my take, that's what I've seen, and that's yeah. the that's the way I view it is Definitely. trying to undercut, and then you end up hurting yourself. Right. How how important do you feel social media is right now in branding and marketing yourself? Huge. And how are you doing it? Huge. Um, so of course we have our our Facebook page, um, our Instagram page. Where Instagram's picking up, man. Instagram, like, I, I think. I feel honestly. I mean, right now the hot three are obviously Instagram, Facebook, Snap. Yeah, but I could tell. And you, I haven't figured out Snap. I no. don't know, man. Snap is. I mean, Snap is cool. I'm shying away. Not so, so much shying away because 
the content that I'm providing on story on Insta is shareable to Snap. But I feel like Instagram has really, 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 really figured this shit out. Yeah. Because not only are you able to post video now and, you know, do all that fun stuff and go live and all that cool stuff, but all the filters and the gifs and the cool stuff that they're incorporating, now you can add music, now they have IGTV, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like they're ahead right now yeah. and I think when you look at the two biggest platforms obviously they're, they're in sync they're hand in hand yeah they're, they're partners but <clears throat> when you look at which social media network or platform is actually setting the bar I think right now it's Instagram and I'm a huge Instagram fan like yeah. I'm Insta- on Instagram all damn day it's kind of different I mean when Facebook started when the memes thing mm-hmm. started a few years ago and everybody right. was posting memes I'm like I just want to read statuses right yeah yeah and well Twitter was all statuses too Mm -hmm. and so uh, it went from wanting to read things to just wanting to see pictures yeah people are now more visual because attention span has gotten smaller right you know so now it's it comes down to the 15 second video that you post and I didn't think 15 seconds is too long because it comes down to the first three yeah you know the first three if it doesn't have your attention how fast are these people scrolling yeah with their thumb before they run into your video yeah you they know? don't so even let go why. They, they bring it up and then they hold it and then they yeah sign. exactly so I think that's why even I have analyzed myself why do I like Instagram more and it's because snap is like cool but I think they're changing too much and now it's like you have to click on somebody's story twice just to see it the little circle comes up and you're like, okay, I mean, yes, I want to see it. I don't or know. No, I don't know. You know? Yeah. I'm, but I'm looking at this and I pay attention to it. And it's like, it seems like a hassle. I look at Facebook and there's just too much verbiage and people writing paragraphs. And I don't want to read that shit because I'm driving. You shouldn't be driving. <laughs> I mean, I'm I mean, parked. I mean, parked. <laughs> parked. <laughs> but, you know, I'm driving or I'm at a light. <laughs> And I'm fucking scrolling. I have yeah. 30 seconds before this light turns green. How many pictures? How can much I see? can I see? Yeah. I'm not gonna read everybody's fucking right. feelings for the day, you know. <laughs> so, so where do I want to? Where's my attention? Instagram. You know, my Instagram. Well, Instagram in general, the the posts that I'm actually paying attention to are the ones that are appealing. The pictures or the videos that have that first three seconds, like, yeah. oh, you got me. Like, what's next? Yeah. For the first, for the next 12 seconds, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think social media is super important Huge. in building businesses nowadays, and that's why you know Sosa's are are sitting on a a gold mine, especially out here in El Paso. There's just so many businesses that aren't utilizing the social media mm-hmm. and and everything like that. So, where can people find you on Facebook, on Instagram? So, Facebook, we're currently under Classic Elegance Coaches. Okay, um, that's the name of our uh, charter company. Uh, 915 tours is the hashtag we use and it's much easier to remember uh, I remember I've been saying 915 well, tours since well, I got here so, <laughs> so we're kind of once I get the newer buses yeah uh, classic elegance coaches isn't really gonna fit anymore okay and so we're gonna have to do a name change awesome. and so on Instagram we're already 915 tours nice. um, so it's gonna be basically doing business as 915 tours awesome so the, the classic elegance is gonna change to nine one five tours. That's probably the first time I've ever but put that's, that out there. That's kind of where you're seeing. You you as a business owner are looking at your business and saying, okay, well, this doesn't fit no more. We have to diversify. Progress. We have to grow. What's catching on right now? Hashtags and nine one five tours. Right. That's super easy to catch <clears> on. So. And and as soon as Facebook figures out the marketplace and, and Instagram, I think they're trying to tinker with it a little you bit. You think so? Too. Yeah. 
Marketplace uh, on IG? Yeah. Yeah. I think that they're gonna they're gonna figure something out for that. But once once marketplace people don't like to leave their social media. So if they're on Facebook they don't like to, to link away from Facebook. You know that's actually one of the algorithms that, that they've changed for those of you that are watching. Um, but Facebook doesn't want Links. you to put a link because they don't want you to go to YouTube. You know, so those posts that have the links are gonna get less views organically than yeah. you know posts without. So, so I feel like we're gonna eventually be able to sell our packages, and everything can be done straight through Facebook or straight through Instagram. Right. And so that's why we just use the hashtag because I feel like, not that the dot com is gonna go away. Bless you. Bless you. you. Not that the dot com is gonna go away. But um, it's going to be less effective, less efficient, because everybody's focused on the social media. Yeah. And they don't want to get away from it. And you know what? <clears throat> I think I'll say maybe not. Because even though the algorithms are set for news feeds, posts, I mean stories, are, are hot. Like, yeah. I'm fucking, I love fucking being on a story. If you follow me on Instagram, Carrera underscore Holmes, you will see... Your boy is on that shit all day because the swipe up. I think swipe up. What does that do? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so check it out. So if I'm on a, check it out. I just did, me and Sosa just did a buyer's guide video. Three minute long video. Everything you need to know about buying a house. I hop on story and say, well, this, this, this video, we're going to put it on my website. Okay. Okay. So on the website when they click on it they're going to be able to put my their information because these are people that want to see the video yeah. you know so what i'm going to do is i go on story and i say in in 10 seconds hey guys if you're thinking about buying a house i just created a three minute buyer's guide everything you need to know to buy a house swipe up now to see the full video yeah 10 seconds <clears throat> They swipe up because they're already swiping. This is like, the, yeah, they love doing this, is. you know? It's, it's they muscle swipe up. Yeah, they swipe up, go to my page. They want to see the video because I said that there's a video that all they need to, you know? They're in my website. Yeah. Websites are still going to be used. I think they're just going to be used a lot differently. Yeah. Because now, before it was, here's my website, log in, type the www first, don't forget, and then, you know? Or here, click on here, and then it's gonna take you to this page. But now with the swipe up, it's so direct, so in your fucking. So face. what if what if when you swipe up, there's the they enter their information right there. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. For oh. them, and then that takes them to the website. The, that's the hey, this is the video that I'm offering. Click on it. Boom, I got you. Here you go. Give me your email. But they still have to navigate away. There's still a navigation, but all the the navigation isn't the click; it's a swipe. Okay. And I'm just saying, even though it doesn't seem like oh, so a it pulls big up your website. Difference. Yeah. What? Yeah. Swipe up. We'll, we'll pull up your website. Now, you have to have 10K to do that. 10K followers. Oh. Yeah. I'm, but that's no, attainable. Okay. You know, you can do that. Unless everybody right. switched over from our Facebook. We have like 20,000 on Facebook and 2,000 and some on But see, Facebook Instagram. doesn't even do the swipe. No. Facebook, there's no swipe. Snap, there is. Yeah. And snap, you could do it, but it's it's actually a swipe up, click the link. Instagram, I'm telling you, Instagram has it figured out. <laughs> Instagram has it figured out. That's pretty and, cool. Um, yeah, so there's just a lot of stuff that you can utilize, I think, as a business 
with the website, I think people can see it like, oh, it's shining away. And I know you buy domains too, oh, man. right? You're I've got probably domains. 130 or 150 of them right now. That's fucking insane. Yeah. So not only is it 915 <clears throat> tours or your full, full-time business, you, you have income streams coming from everywhere. I don't like to admit say. to I don't like to admit to that because I've Well, let's just say that you're open-minded to I've never thought that multiple in- income streams would be a good thing uh, because it's good to be focused. Uh, 100%. But if I have an extra 10 seconds and I think of a domain that I would like, I just go on a GoDaddy and mm-hmm. click buy now and, and now I have it. Because you understand. And it cost it. 11 bucks. Because you've under, you understand <clears throat> what what is the uh, the most expensive domain you've sold? Um, Canelo, it was uh, Canelo versus Chavez. Um, when it was the pay per view website yeah. for um, I saw you. I Golden, see. I see the fights and I'm like, <clears throat> <laughs> Golden Boy bought it from me, and that was the website they used for uh, the pay per view. Holy shit! So it was cool, and that pretty much paid off all the ones that I had. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the other ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. So Golden Boy bought one of your domains. Yeah, that's freaking. So then, when it was the uh, who's the last one he was supposed to fight? Canelo. Triple G. Okay. So I'm calling him every day. Hey, you guys want my domain? They they just kind of blew me off, right? And then he ended up popping positive for steroids or whatever. So I still have the domain if you want it. <laughs> it's still for sale. It's for sale. For Are they still going to schedule that fight? I don't know. No. Five thousand. So I've got well, for eleven. <clears throat> so like I've got Canelo versus Triple G, Canelo Triple G, Triple G Canelo, Triple G versus Canelo. Every, every Canelo versus Triple G two, Canelo of, Triple yeah. G two, yeah. Uh, every every way it could be possible, like Jones and Lesnar, when That's cool. when John Jones beat Cormier and he called out Lesnar in the ring, right then, That's gotta badass. have it. That's badass. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I've seen you. I've seen you. I mean, we've been we've been following each other for a little bit. Let's let's real quick backtrack. Okay. How the hell did we How the hell did we meet? Tell them. The music. The music, <laughs> the music industry. Yeah. in the music industry. When uh, your boy was a rapper. Yeah, I had a I had a friend, good friend, good Kango. dude, Kango. Kango. And um, Kango is actually a, that dude is one of the most humble people I've ever met, and he's one of the hardest grinders. That fucker would be on the corner every, every fucking parking lot, every corner. Selling his CDs, yeah. I would see him and I would buy a CD. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> well, you kind of have to. I bought two like, already today. I respect, <laughs> when you respect somebody's hustle, dude, I respected the it, shit man. out of his hustle because one, he was good. He was talented. He is talented, but the drive that he had behind it—that's what a lot of people were missing. I never did that. Yeah. I never did that. I wasn't really after the fame part. I was doing it for a lot of different reasons. It's a bitter. (laughs) I was doing it for a lot of different reasons, but you know, for somebody to have that much drive and and desire to go after what he's passionate about, and he had quit what he did so he could do that. Yeah, I know, I know, I I know his story. And now you you see him at the mall. I was working at Verizon. He would go sign his CDs, and I'm telling all my boys like, "Yo, buy one, bro! Five bucks, give him five fucking bucks." Yeah. Yeah, where is Kingo? Where Washington. Is Washington. <clears throat> my my dude, we gotta, we gotta get you on a Skype. On a Skype, huh? We're actually gonna be incorporating some Skype podcasts That's for cool. sure. We got some out of town. We in the beginning of our podcast, like one of the first episodes or second even, uh, my intro was 
El Paso's entrepreneurs, influencers, movers, and shakers. Yeah. We switched it because we knew that there's a lot of people, even outside of the city, that are doing really big things that are underrated. Caleb Maddox, you know, other other big entrepreneurs, people that mm-hmm. are fucking shaking up, you know, social media even, yeah. you know, so. It's and they can bring value cool. to us. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, you don't have to be from El Paso to bring value to El Paso, you know, so I think that's, <clears> that's <throat> another cool thing. Um, so we started the there's another, 915 movement. There's <laughs> the, another bug the on my notebook. I'm not gonna you, you want me to kill it? No, I'm just going to tell it. So you were doing the music thing. I was doing the music thing. I had started the 915 movement website right. with DS mm-hmm. and many, many late nights and uh, building that thing and never asked a dime from anybody. Right. Um, and 915 Movement, <clears throat> that was where artists, we showcased got every, artists. Like what you're doing now, showcasing different businesses and, and mm-hmm. everything, um, is kind of what what we're doing, putting some place for all the artists to put their their face, their music, yeah. and so people can check them out. And this is before the Khalid, Khalid and, you know, um, Evander Graham. And well, I think that we brought a lot of attention to the El Paso scene. I think so too. And I think there's always been a lot of talent here. And it really, I mean, even years back, we all knew that it. all it took was, it was just going to take one person to yeah. really put the city on the map. Yeah. And even in the last year and a half, I got here right when Khalid was blowing up. Like, yeah. right when yeah, he, back. right when he blew up. And to see just how much attention El Paso has gotten. Now you, you hear about El Paso a lot. I yeah. mean, we were just on fucking Yahoo <laughs> News for some shit. Frontlines for some shit we don't want to be known yeah. for, but... <laughs> Headlines. Uh, the cop the cop that pulled out a gun on the kids. It went on Yahoo. It was even on Snap. Uh, the fucking stories. Like, <clears throat> CNN. Oh everybody God. had it. So it, was, it was everywhere. Exposure is exposure. 915 is... <laughs> El Paso is a beautiful yeah. city. Actually, the safest city. I don't know if it yeah, is. Yeah, the cops do a great job. The safest city. Yeah. I support the cops. Shout out to all the cops. I have a lot of cop friends, too. Shout out to all the sheriffs, law enforcement. They do a very thankless job, and they're in a lot of danger sometimes. Yeah. And, and um, I think we take it take it for granted sometimes. Definitely. Because, I mean, we do need them. Who are you going to call when you get in trouble, when you need <clears throat> their help? You know, um, Christian's brother is actually a cop out there in Florida as well, so... Protecting and serving. First there. responders, thank you. Yeah, definitely. Um, we discount ten percent for first responders. There you go. Military and first responders. Uh, I'm a vet, so I take care of the vets. Oh, there you go. But there uh, you go. Yeah, first responders. Talk to us a little bit about you know what you do offer for you know the types of packages, just so people are a little bit aware. <clears throat> I know there's going to be some people that are definitely you know interested in your services and what you're offering, especially because you offer that payment plan. I think that's yeah. huge. It's like a little leeway. You know? Oh, absolutely. It makes um, it so much easier. Yeah. I mean, rather than coming out with 1000 or so dollars. Yeah, definitely. 50 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so we also do, uh, besides the Cowboys trips, we've got a couple concerts coming up. Uh, Journey and Def Leppard. Nice. It's gonna, like, I'm a huge Journey fan. Hell I don't yeah. know why I've like been on this thing for the... 80s music. <laughs> <laughs> I love 80s uh, music. My parents, my parents grew up to all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so he's grew up listening to it. So um, Journey and Def Leppard, um, Chris Stapleton, country singer. He's got a concert, and these are Albuquerque trips, and those are there and back same day. Uh, so you can drink without having to drive and have a good time. Yeah. And we, you got a DD. You know, we sing on the bus and have a good time. That's um, cool. We include a barbecue dinner before the concert, uh, so. You know, it's, awesome. it's pretty cool. So the concerts, um, we do Spurs trips. 
so the last one we did the Spurs and Lakers. We get to go down, sit on sit courtside. Everybody's gonna be going <coughs> to the Lakers games now, huh? Oh yeah. Why not? <laughs> so well, so if they're in home. Houston, if they're yeah. in San Antonio, if they're in Phoenix, if they're in Denver, we're going. That's cool. If they're in Dallas, we're going. Yeah. Um, because everybody's gonna want to see them. Yeah. <clears throat> and those we take payments as well. Cool. So pretty much for every trip we have, if it's under two hundred bucks, you can reserve with a hundred bucks. Awesome. And then make payments up until two weeks prior. Okay. So it's just so much easier. Yeah. And yeah, take the take the guesswork out of it. Yeah. Now is this are your are your services only for people that are wanting to get on the buses or on the tours or do you have separate services? Good question. So we're building um, apart from nine one five tours, uh, CowboysPackages.com and the Cowboys Travel Club. Um, so CowboysPackages.com we're going to take nationwide. Uh, these are things that I'm kind of like That's badass brewing but not putting out there. So okay, this is kind of. That was my next question. Where where is nine one five tours going? So this is kind of introductory. Um, uh, Cowboyspackages.com is going to be huge. It's uh, basically we're going to merger. I guess I can't put out too much information because I don't want uh, somebody to take it. But let's say uh, Priceline and StubHub merger together, and you could set up. If you didn't want to ride the bus, you could say, okay, well I'm gonna uh, I'll pick this flight. I don't want to stay the hotel night. I'm going to come back the same night, but I do want the tailgate and I want this ticket. So there's there's, there's kind of... And you can kind of build it a la carte and travel perfect. on your own. That's awesome. So we'll still be able to... It'll be somewhat discounted. Um, like StubHub has crazy fees. Mm-hmm. Ticketmaster has crazy fees. And I want to kind of reduce that and make a little bit along the line. I actually saw, and this is, I brought this up for a reason, because I saw you post this, I think it was probably about a year ago, maybe, that you posted something about, you know, if you don't want to ride the bus, you can get the flight there. We have other options. Yeah. Yeah. And that, to me, got me super, like, even more interested, because for one, I'm just a weird person, (laughs) and I love to be in control. Yeah. I have to. I got you. If not, I get anxiety. Yeah. And I mean, even in airplanes, I'll, I'll get like claustrophobic, you know? Yeah. So for me, it's like, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a mental game if I go on the airplane. Yeah. And you have to be game. mentally prepared. Yeah, yeah, definitely. To ride on a bus for 10 hours. Right, right. Well, definitely. eight and a half, nine hours. Yeah, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I love road trips, but yeah. it's just the whole control thing where I just have to be behind the wheel. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like, but when you said that, I was like, that is so fucking smart because you just reached a whole different group of people. We go from how many people in El Paso? 800 people? 800,000 people? Um, Probably was a lot more. So now, I mean, if somebody from Australia wants to go, uh, they can go to cowboyspackages.com and book their hotel, their Mm -hmm. meet and greet, their ticket, everything through there. So essentially, you won't even need buses. Or you I'm not gonna you won't need the eight buses to right. get to take the yeah. four hundred people. Yeah, I'm, I mean I'm not gonna give that up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I am gonna grow this thing. Yeah, because it could be a, a beast. I think I think as long as you hit all the angles that you can hit right. to maximize that, because you're not just selling the bus ride, you're selling the experience. You right. Know? And that's what somebody can <clears> still. Oh, and we've got people that I mean have transferred over from the other that go every year. That's good. And they've come every year with us. I mean, I'd say probably 150 people. That's crazy. They come every year. So. That's cool. How important has word of mouth been in building your business over the last Very five Very important. Years? We don't have, <clears throat> so we don't have a storefront office. Right. Everything is done via phone and web. So um, 
you know, there's, there's still people that don't trust the internet. Uh, they don't trust you unless you have an office that they can walk into. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we keep our expenses low so that we can carry the savings on and, and you know what I mean? Right. Um, so a lot of people get it, but the word of mouth has really helped with that. You know, the reviews on Facebook, people see that and they're like, okay, you know, other people have done it and it's cool. So yeah. I trust it. Yeah. And, and they'll say, oh, I took a chance. And I get it, man. You're taking a chance because you're spending a lot of money with us. Yeah, and, and yeah definitely. <clears throat> you're spending money, but I mean, in return, you do want that reassurance that it's, it's worth it. It's worth it. And yeah. it's real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah. That's a big thing. There's just so much shit that you can <clears throat> get away with now on the internet. And that's why a lot of people don't trust the internet. Right. You know? I actually hate ordering stuff online. Yeah. I can't. I don't, I don't do it. I'd rather go to drive Arizona to uh, Nikea and buy something there in the fucking store instead yeah. of, you know. Um, so we don't, and that's another cool thing, we don't sell a product. Right. We sell an experience. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so it's getting people, most of the time, and I see it a lot in El Paso, people want a product. Right. Uh, a Louis Vuitton or, you know what I mean? Like their yeah. money gets spent on, on things. Yeah. And missing out on the experiences because the, the money goes into things. Definitely. And so we've got to get people to kind of change that mindset and understand, okay, I'm going to go do something that's going to have a lifelong memory, mm -hmm. uh, not just a thing that's going to get dust after yeah. a couple weeks. I saw this meme, <clears throat> just because you said memories, but I saw this meme yesterday, um, 90s kids, all we have is fucking memories because there was no documenting <laughs> shit back there. Yeah. We did not have smartphones. Oh. I wish. Imagine. I, I would have been no, like 13 year old <laughs> in the canal lighting <laughs> frogs on fire, fireworks. Like, so fuck. I know, I know. You I love mean, animals. I turned, you I've love turned, animals, bro. I've turned. My life has turned around, bro. I fucking love animals now. I love animals. Yeah, I know. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I was a kid, man. <laughs> It's horrible. Everybody's done stupid stuff. It's yeah. just nowadays things get captured. That is 100% true. <clears throat> Bip at me, P. Shout out to you for scaring the shit out of me to go out. <laughs> Fuck. Have you seen that page? No. Bip at me, P. <clears throat> no? I see a lot of people putting Oh like, my shit. fucking God. Well, this such is one of the most... Or whatever. This is the most pop one of the most popular pages in El Paso. Um, probably 30 or more thousand followers. Really? It started off as a fitness channel. Shout out to you, FitFam EP. Don't put me on. I'm talking good. Um, they started off as a fitness channel, and then they like just started incorporating, you know, some some viral videos that were going around uh -huh. the city. Well, now it's just become such a fucking epidemic that now people are going out and like looking for dumb people to put on FitFam. So it's kind of like a world star thing. <clears throat> world okay. star hip hop. People are walking around and they see somebody drunk and wasted and they're like, ah, fit fam. <laughs> and it'll get on the story and 30,000 people just saw you act a fool. <laughs> you know, That's crazy. Seeing a lot of people on there. Yeah. A lot of people that I know, but. Um, <laughs> why, don't, why don't people start doing that with 915, hashtag 915 tours? Well, I was thinking, I was like, <clears throat> maybe I should do something crazy so I could just get on this page. <laughs> hey, I'll say your house. Uh, I'll have something. <laughs> But no, it's crazy. Just uh, you know the kind of impact that social media social can media. have. Yeah. It's it's fucking insane. All the documentation. Yeah, documenting and, and things like that. So it's crazy that we didn't get to experience that 
you know, 15 years ago, but we're yeah, in it right like now. Like blowing you know? in a fan or like talking like Darth Vader. Yeah, something. putting a card on your baseball card yeah. on your bike or something. Yeah, that that was entertaining. That was the funniest <laughs> shit ever. Yeah. <laughs> Times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> so, kind of you know, going back to the whole business aspect of it, entrepreneur aspect of it. Um, what advice would you have, David, for somebody that's wanting to start a business? Not necessarily, you know, a, a touring business or anything like that, but just in general, a business. What on what advice would you have for that entrepreneur <clears throat> that's starting off? The the stars are never gonna align. Um, the perfect time is never gonna happen. You just gotta don't wait. Do it and figure it out as you go. Because, I mean, if, if you wait, you're going to continue waiting, continue waiting, yeah. and wait for the right time, and the right time isn't going to come. Definitely. And that's, I think, one, the one thing that separates an idea from, you know, actually having that reality. I think everybody's had the Doers. same... Everybody's had the same fucking idea. For anything that you think of, it's like, somebody else is thinking about that, too. Who's going to do it first? Yeah. You know, and I think that's something that definitely... Interviewing the last 20, 12 guests that we've had... Everybody's had that in common. It's like, you know, you just got to do it. it. Don't, don't overthink it. Don't, you know, don't procrastinate on it. Because right. if you ever have wanted to do something in life, the time is now. You have one life. You yeah. know? And I guaranteed the next two years, I could have said, oh, I'll do a podcast once I become a broker in four years. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Let's document this until I become a broker, yeah. you know, until I have my own And then team. you'll already have your, yeah, you'll have your following already. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely a, a solid piece of advice for somebody wanting to start a business. Um, I know. think somebody, maybe I heard one time, it was uh, every day that goes by is like 10 days more to your retirement or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like every every one day that you wait adds 10 more days. Definitely. So, Do you ever feel like you're, you're kind of playing catch up from, you know, the years that you didn't have the business or because I feel like but I was always trying something yeah I always yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean I was I was this isn't my first business it's my first legit like real actually growing business mm-hmm. uh, the other things have all just been ideas that I do and hope that they're gonna make something and, uh, but there's always been something else I mean, you could call it a hobby I guess right um, has there has there been a a moment where you realize that it takes a lot more than just hoping for that to happen and, and realize like and fuck you really gotta yeah. fucking work on this and like, that's why I invested a lot of money yeah yeah <laughs> cause then you're like forced to like I have to make it work yeah and it's it's important too I think what you said in the very beginning you loved traveling you have yeah. to find a passion in what you're doing cause you when it gets hard it. when it gets hard if you don't love it you're gonna, you're quit. gonna quit yeah it's so much easier to quit than it is to right actually stick it out and, yeah. and I'm sure you dealt with that when you bought your lemon you know of a, of a bus and, yeah. and you just had to fucking take your losses yeah. you're still paying for it right now but fuck it yeah. keep going keep moving keep building your brand and, yeah. and that's really cool man so definitely an inspiration for a lot of people and, and entrepreneurs just here in the city you know it's, it's crazy just to see the amount of like minded people here in the city that are really making an impact and like I said I mean the whole point of this show is just to kind of shine light on what you're doing and, and all that good stuff. So I'm not gonna say entrepreneurship is becoming trendy, but it's um, it's definitely more. Uh, I think acceptable. Vocal, yeah, acceptable, acceptable now. I think, and I mentioned this <clears throat> in the last podcast. The word entrepreneurship, even to my sister, because 
I've always said, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur. And I was working at Verizon, but flipping cars on the side and doing all this other yeah. stuff. And my sister would say, <laughs> my sister would say, an entrepreneur is just somebody that doesn't have a job. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I mean, this was, towards it. yeah, but I think the term has just totally changed now because even people that were saying I'm an entrepreneur are realizing you're not a fucking entrepreneur just because you say it or because you want something else. Right. You're an entrepreneur when you actually fucking do it. When you put all the chips in and you believe in yourself and you figure it out later, you know, that is what it takes to be an entrepreneur. And I think that's what it also takes to become successful mm -hmm. in, in what you're doing. You know, there can be success if there's not risk. Right. And there's not that belief and that faith that you have in yourself yeah. too to, to actually get it accomplished. So. And I think what I said earlier about the, the stars will never align and mm -hmm. that may be a bit contradictory to my situation with wanting to leave my, my current job. You know, because uh, it's a tough choice. Yeah. And you've got to figure out at what point is your seed money uh, not necessary, I guess. Right. Or what, at what point can you draw from your business without starving it. Right, right. And I admire the people that can go get a loan up front to be able to outfit their store mm -hmm. or whatever to be able to just hop right into that and and start generating yeah. revenue. But and I think also having that awareness <clears throat> at what point you need to really hold home down on this and not yeah. so much this, you know? Yeah. I think there comes a point in time where you're gonna be at that point where you're just like, fuck, I need a third bus now. Do I really need this seed money or should I really right. go 110? on this right. and you know get my fourth bus mm -hmm. fifth bus and tenth mm -hmm. bus mm -hmm. and i think that's definitely the the drive that i could see i could see that you want to fucking grow i <laughs> yeah. can see it man and, and that's really cool i i really i really am fascinated with what you're doing because i think the whole concept behind it especially in the city that we're in offering the payment plans and the experience that you're offering a lot of people can't do that on their own you know so right. having somebody that is here locally that will do that for the local people here in the city you know i think that's that's really important i think that's that's a good business model that you have too thank so. you thanks for appreciating yeah definitely man <laughs> definitely but cool man appreciate you one of the last questions i definitely want to ask you know being a realtor here in el paso i'm always trying to stay on top of you know what what's hot in the city where where's people attention at so what restaurant or business in El Paso is probably one of your favorites that you can't get enough of, you know. There's a lot of places for me, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you my two cents, but what is that one restaurant or business that, you know, in El Paso, you're just like, fuck, I love this place, or it's my spot? There's not one. <laughs> okay, L&J's uh, Track 1. Um, we frequent those places. L&J's and Track yeah, 1. Yeah, all the time. And it take, and it, Chris is from Florida. He hasn't, he hasn't been to El Paso ever, so... Told him when he leaves here, he's gonna gain at least twenty pounds. For yeah, sure. we the, have some the, good food out here. The, the taco lady on Rojas and Zaragoza. <laughs> Wait, is it right there behind the Sonic? Behind the okay, the I know Sonic exactly. Lady. It's been there for the years. Little, it's a little building, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? A little. We've tried it. It's good. Yeah. That place is bomb. When I when I didn't care about animals. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. By the way, they have this avocado one. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, the 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 tacos there are really good. You know what's funny is, and I'm just going to say this story because we have a, a Floridian here. For you too, bro, when you go back to Florida, if you want some good tacos, Mexican ones, where I used to live by Marlin Stadium, what is that street? Northwest, do you know what street it is? Northwest 16th? I don't know, it's by downtown. Well, there's not a lot of Mexican food outside of 
El Paso. Even San Antonio, it's like horrible Mexican food. You know that. Um, but going out to Florida, I like gave up on searching for Mexican food because I was like, I'm not gonna sh- we're too far away from Texas to look for Mexican food, you yeah. know? There's this one little taco truck that would park every Friday next to Marlin Stadium. Oh my God, I felt like I was in El Paso. And I would go there like sometimes three times a week just to go get two orders of tacos. Yeah. I was full with one, but I was like, fuck it. Like, I need to take advantage of this yeah. like feeling of home, you know? So. 16, Northwest 16. It's on the, it's by some shell, I know shell right next to Marlin Stadium, but bro, those tacos, they were amazing. But yeah, this is back in the taco days. I haven't had tacos in a minute, so. Before you stop. Definitely miss them. Yeah, so Taco Lady, LNJ's, Track 1, some cool spots. Yeah, I mean, other than that, we don't go out. No. There's no time for that. Cool. There's <laughs> no time for that. Well, you got, you're working 20 hour days, man. <laughs> fitting the family and the work in and I'm sure it takes a lot of time but you know that just goes to show what it really takes to build a business especially with a full time job you know a lot of people don't get that and a lot of people I know are confused as to should I should I do go all in on this and build it and risk it or should I keep my job while I'm building it a lot of people are missing that I think that 7 to 2 yeah. hour gap where they're just fucking bullshitting and watching Netflix and, you know, talking shit. And there's sometimes I'm not, you know, I'm distracted too. Yeah. Distraction is uh, normal. I'm not disciplined enough. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm not perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and some nights I just don't feel it. Yeah. And, and you're going to have that. Yeah. But, um, I mean, the key is when you when you don't want to do something to force yourself to do it, yeah. you know, create the habits. Definitely. Yeah. I think too, I was thinking about this and I was actually going to do a story one thing that I learned from Gary is not to do this. When you feel something, just do it. Have you ever posted something and you're about to post it, you write something and you're like, uh, and then you start deleting everything? All the time. Stop doing that. Like, no, just fucking post it. No, whatever I, you're supposed to say, whatever you wrote down first. Because I say some stupid stuff well, that's what you're supposed to say sometimes. Well, the other day I'm driving and I'm like, fuck, I got to post something on story. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I was going through some shit during the day that I was just like, not even in the fucking mood. But then I started thinking, if I want to start my vlog, if I want to do my podcast, it's not going to be easy. A vlog is something that's daily, you know, yeah. and it, a vlog is something that you're showing the behind the scenes of it. So You got to be real. Yeah, so not I, everything is a highlight. Yeah, so I realized, like, fuck it, you know, just do the fucking video. Even if your energy seems off, you know. It fucking happens. Like, not every day I'm going to be like, hey, guys, yeah. it's fucking Manny Carrera, your real estate resource. Right. There's days where I'm like, hey, guys, it's Manny Carrera, your real estate resource, because I just went through some shit yeah. right now. I feel like crap. Or some life shit just happened last night, and yeah. I'm not fucking <clears throat> in the mood. Yeah. But I know the bigger picture behind it. And people want to know that you're real. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think that's super important, especially putting yourself out there yeah. in social media right now, is yeah. people want to see that authenticity. Yeah. And for sure, it's really hard for some people to provide it. Sometimes I don't want to show it, but I'm like, like, yeah, you know, sometimes I will. And I really want to be more transparent. So hopefully with you guys, I'm going to be more transparent. Even on these podcasts, I want to talk about some shit. Sometimes that I've held myself back from, from talking about, you know? Yeah. For so, the most part, you're a really positive dude though. So. Yeah. Appreciate it. Try to. I have to say. For or maybe myself. I'm just seeing your highlight reel. No, I mean that's. I feel like in general, I am a positive person, you are. and I have to be. Yeah. Because that's just how I am. You know, I I think, I, I I really am blessed.
to have everything that I do have in life, right. to have everything going for for me the way I have, mm-hmm. and to be blessed with the amount of ambition that I have. Like, this is, I was born with this shit, yeah. you know? I didn't pick up a book and say, oh, fuck, I'm ambitious now, you know? Yeah. Like, I want to set some goals. Right. You no, know, this has always been like that, and it, it is something that you have to be born with, you know? I think it's really hard for you to teach it. You can teach it, but in general, I mean, you have one fucking life. Do do the best that you can with it. Have the most fun that you can with it, and don't take it for granted. You know that's why I don't watch TV. I mean, I I, I get anxiety watching TV because I'm like, yeah. do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like get get up, do something yeah. else. You know, and um, but yeah, I mean, I think positivity, having that positive mindset, and always kind of you know being appreciative of what you do have, because guarantee you somebody out there has it a lot worse than you. You know. And if anybody's ever made it, whatever situation or background you have or anything that's ever happened to you, if anybody's ever made it, you can too. Yeah. That's something that I definitely see like, you know, I'm thinking this is bad, but I'm like, this guy is way more successful than I am. Just eliminating excuses. He went through fucking drugs and he did this and he had this, you know, so it all just comes down to excuses. There's too many excuses for you not to be positive. Right. But ignoring those excuses and being positive is the most important thing that I think I've done. And has amounted to this happiness that you see <laughs> in my face right now, you know, so cool, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited, you know, for people to hear your story, people to, to kind of get Thank to you. know a little bit more about David and, and 915 Tours and how you started. I think it's really cool. Um, you know, just the story behind it and, and the entrepreneur's background that you have and the mindset that, you, that you've kind of built for yourself, you know, Building this business, I wish you the best of luck. Um, for for those of you that are watching and listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, all the other outlets that this is on, um, you know, check out David's uh, website. Website one more time. Nine one five tours dot com. Nine one five tours dot com and cowboy cowboys packages dot cowboys packages dot com. If you guys are interested in taking a trip out to catch a cowboy game, and I'm probably gonna be hitting you up. Not probably, I'm gonna be hitting you up. For for the packages where I could definitely drive yourself drive myself. <laughs> it's only my uh, my situation but no I'm I'm really looking forward to that I've been wanting to catch the Dallas game even though I'm not too too big of a a football fan I'm not gonna say Cowboys fan you know Still an experience. Living, it's a great experience. yeah living out here in Texas I know how crazy and energetic those those freaking games are. I've only heard but you get there and it's like yeah. To experience oh, that is man. something is something else, and um, really appreciate you being on here, man. I, I really appreciate you taking the time. I know we've ran probably a little bit over than an hour and a half, but it's cool, man. It's fun, man. I told you, you keep going. going. Yeah, yeah. I told you this is gonna be fun. You were nervous, huh? Yeah, I was. <laughs> but cool, man. I really appreciate it. For those of you guys watching, um, make sure you guys tune in every single Wednesday. We're gonna be sitting down with entrepreneurs, influencers, movers, and shakers like David here and sharing his story. And um, hopefully, uh, you know, you guys tune in next week. Drop any comments or any feedback that you guys have for this podcast. And as always, look forward to seeing you guys next week. We'll see you guys soon. Before we tuned out, tune out, um, finish the story. How did we meet? I know we got the 915 movement movement started, um, which is basically a website that you created to get all the artists in El Paso in one place, right? So we get the most exposure we Showcase have. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so you and Alex Dez. Alex Dez. Just got married. Really? 
Dude, me too. I was like, what? That's cool, man. My cousin had to fly to San Antonio to believe it. But <laughs> shout out to my cousin. Um, he just got married. Shout out to Mr. and Miss Hernandez. That's cool. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah, he definitely found some happiness out there. So, yeah, me and Alex does. Alex is my cousin. He's you a RBC. Yeah, you guys were doing the thing. And um, so you were showcased on our website and everything. Yeah. And, of course, we became friends through Facebook, social media. And so. I don't even think we <clears throat> No, we... I don't think face to face. I don't think probably we, not for a while. No, I don't think we ever did. I think the, I no. I ran into you guys at uh. Did you? We went out one time somewhere. Let's can go there. No, no. Maybe something like that. Was it at a performance or something? I don't know. Might have been. Yeah. I mean, we. <clears throat> you supported local. I supported local. Yeah. And we were so all on the same page. We're on yeah, the same wave. There was always. Shows going on and, and trying to be a part of it. and um, Yeah, I mean, there's just, when you when you meet somebody and you have the same vibe and you, you know, you're kind of on the same mission, the same goal, uh, whether you haven't met them, have met them or not. Uh, you have the same interest and we had, we had the same interest. We definitely clicked <clears throat> even though we never were really face to face and in front of each other. Yeah. I saw that you did have the same interests as I did. Yeah. Even going You can off, tell who's a hustler. Yeah. You can tell who's ambitious and who's who's wants to grind. And even even <clears throat> talking music, I mean, the transition from me going to music cuz I stopped music and I eventually started working at Verizon and then I moved out mm-hmm. to Florida. Yeah. But I remember everyone with the knockiness. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember Ghost we actually had a wager we have a wager still going on right now. <laughs> Don't yeah. we have a wager going on right now. I forgot that. I'm glad but, we got it. Hold on. It was first one. We were million. we were trying to we were trying to figure out the kinks. Uh, right. So it was the first one to a million cash yeah, in the liquid bank? Liquid or yeah. Right. And I think assets <clears throat> is better. Okay. Freaking <laughs> <laughs> David, man. <laughs> Give me, give me twelve more months, man. Let's no, see. I don't. Look, I don't have it, man. I, I keep. Okay, so our wager, it. our wager was who could get to a million first. We said this probably a year and a half, two years. Yeah, been about two years. Two years ago, we just messaged each other. Let's see. You it said was on it. A post or something. Yeah, he he just inboxed me. Let's see who get to a million first, and I was like, down. Deal. Let's do it. Yeah. And he's like, assets or liquid? And I'm like, fucking liquid. And he's like, well, liquid's going to be a little harder. And I'm like, you're fucking right. Assets, fuck it, assets. You know, most, most people that are growing uh, and plan on having more than a million don't ever have a million in the bank. You, that's a, <clears throat> Grant Cardone even said that is the dumbest thing yeah. to do. Because for one, why would you want to keep money in a bank that's earning you point zero zero eight two interest? You know, I'd rather put that in... Fucking anything what he, else. What he says is money gets bored. Yeah, definitely. And it does. If you mm-hmm. if you leave it sitting there, it's gonna it gets bored. It gets you end up losing bored. it. And so if you keep what's the prize? If whoever wins it first. Pride. I don't pride. know. Dragging your pride. 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 We're gonna pride pop back on the podcast and we're gonna say who won. <laughs> <laughs> the statements and everything. Look, look. <laughs> no, we there was no there was no prize. Oh, I think, and and that's what I like. Pride you know? is the prize. I think that's the coolest thing is that the mentality, the having that mentality that you want to get to a million, I want to get to a million. You know. And I think, you know, Sosa's want to get to a million. I know Chris wants to get to a million. Everybody sets, and I think that's one of the big mistakes, too, that I've learned, is that everybody sets the starting line at a million. 
Yeah. Oh, I want to get a million and I'm fucking set. Yeah. First right. of all, a million ain't shit. Yeah. Grant Cardone said himself, <clears throat> if you have twenty five, $30,000, $50,000 in the bank right now, you're already broke. You're one cancer incident away, accident away from losing everything. Yeah. And if you cannot pay or help get your loved one through the cancer treatments, and I'm only saying cancer because that's one of the biggest biggest, biggest fucking things that people are going through right now, the most expensive thing that is out there right now, and if you cannot pay for the loved one that you have to get through that treatment, that Louis and that Gucci doesn't fucking matter anymore. It matters how you're gonna be able to afford that $250,000 treatment, you know? So when it comes down to it, money is so under i mean the goals that we have i think as people are we don't really understand money i left that training like yeah. fucking shit yeah. like, that's what, what the yeah. fuck? you know but it's true like you think the money that you think you need you need way more than that you're yeah. miscalculating how much money you actually need because every single day what's happening to that dollar it's yeah. depreciating you know that million dollars that you're aiming for that's going to take you 10 years to get because your goal is one million dollars yeah, 10 years a million dollars will be a million dollars is going to be hundred thousand dollars in yeah. 10 years you know and that's where it comes down to that starting goal is bullshit a lot of people think a million a million and i think that's a good starting point for us but well for sure for sure you know just understanding what money is how money how money affects our economy and what you could really buy with money it just sets a new perspective into what you really need you know and that's why I came back with like, fuck, hashtag get your money right. Right. You know, and I've been posting that for the last week and a half, but it's like, I'm fucking like living that now. Yeah. Like, I came back like, holy shit, if I do want a family in the future, what it takes. And I, I want some kids, I need to set this shit up now because I don't want my kids to come in to a point where I'm gonna be in fucking beast mode and not be able to, to be with them, you know? Yeah. And that's why I think life and work balance is super important. But at the same time, I d I'm in a position where I have that time advantage. And now it's like fucking focus. Yeah. You know, like get my money right because that 100000 in the bank ain't shit. Yeah. I'm one accident away so from losing that. So a little bit away from the money, you've got some freedom with your time. Definitely. And that's huge. Okay, so the million dollars might not matter. You beat me to success. Right. Um, I mean... I've got away from kind of the monetary success thing. Mm -hmm. That's not really the thing anymore. Yeah. The, the success for me is whatever goals I've set, which would at this point Definitely. be financial freedom from. And that the 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 goal is <clears throat> not the money, not the million dollars, but what that million dollars is going to bring right. to you and your exactly. family. The freedom. And that's why you have to have a monetary know? goal. Definitely. Because it's gonna it's gonna ultimately bring you. You have to have money. In yeah. You have to. I mean, you can't you can't have. <laughs> Any freedoms yeah. or any ability to, like you said, even pay for uh, medical treatment stuff uh, without it. Yeah. So uh, maybe a little personal here, but $10 million, uh, being able to sell everything I have for $10 million is kind of my goal by 40. <clears throat> and, and that way, live off the interest. Mm -hmm. right? I mean, invest it in something secure at 3 or 4%. Right. Have 3 400000 a year coming in. So Definitely. Uh, I mean, I don't, Hope you guys don't think I'm like money driven or anything like that. Uh. <clears throat> but I think just having that, like you said, the right understanding is that, I mean, and I've gotten to that point too, where I'm, I'm, I'm having 
big months in my career. You know, I'm yeah. having great months and I'm having, you know, instances where I'm like, holy shit, did I just make that? You know, and this yeah. month, holy fuck. Surprise yourself. You know, but I've realized too, that, that money <clears throat> does not matter. I have not gotten happier because I'm making X amount a month. You know, right. I, I haven't, my happiness hasn't gone up. Right. My happiness didn't go up because I bought a Mercedes. You know, it didn't. I could tell you it didn't go up. Stay the same if not, it went a little bit lower because now I'm having a fucking car payment. <laughs> and now I'm realizing yeah. that it's $60 every two days to fill up. Yeah. You know? It adds up. So it's not in the monetary thing, but it definitely is still a goal every month. I need to be here every single month. You have to. Because I know what happens when I'm here. When I'm here, I have the financial freedom right. to not only go where I want. If I wanted to go to Port, I last two weeks ago I went to Puerto Rico. I bought my ticket that day. Yeah, and I went six hours later. Freedom with no luggage. That's freedom. Freedom, you know. That was a fucking experience that I was like, I I needed to do it, yeah. and I did it, and I was able to do it because of the hard work that I've been putting into the business, you know. Yeah. But knowing that I need to hit that monetary goal, yeah, only only makes me satisfied because it's not because oh this is going to be my bank but shit I could do that 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 I could pay this person this person, this person I can do this I could do this so to save me so much time in my networking yeah. and marketing because if not doing the shit Chris you can see we've been up since 8 o'clock we've been everywhere right we've been running around the fucking city fell asleep four times in the car <laughs> but he has jet lag you know but doing all that shit and then still finding the time to Post three to four right. times a day. Right. Posts that are gonna have an impact or value on somebody. I don't have time for that. Right. You know. But money has given me time for that. And that's where you, yeah you also figure out where is it better for me like hiring hosts, Definitely. somebody else to do the trip, and that way I can focus on the other things. Right. Um, you've got to have other people in place to grow. Definitely. Otherwise, you're not gonna grow. Definitely. I mean, that's the bottom line. And you've got to have money to have the other people because they're not gonna work for free. Right. So, yeah, monetary. You, you have to have monetary goals. <clears throat> For sure. Money isn't everything, but it definitely is everything, yeah. my friends. <laughs> yeah, freedom. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Freedom. So, y'all met through music, and then that's it. Yeah, we keep. Okay. We, keep, yeah. <laughs> we, keep <laughs> yeah, no, we, we just went off on some other shit. <laughs> 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 that's it, okay. But that was a lot of good yeah. points, yeah. Right. <laughs> Really, really good stuff. Man. Off the cuff was really good, guys. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, great minds. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm really Once you get excited, warmed bro. up, we can yeah, be yeah. here probably till 2 or 3 in the yeah, morning. Yeah, because it just starts fucking, like, I'm getting, like, hot now. I'm like, yeah. fuck, I'm getting excited, you know? <laughs> fucking talking about this shit. About to buy a ticket to go see Grant Cardo. Hey, dude. Know, yeah. Oh, if you're down. If you're really down. I need to. But not just me. Like, I want to take other people. And that's the take, thing is. Take your, you know, you know who you should take? For wife. sure. Your wife. Yeah. Because when I went to this last one, there was so many people in the room making over five mil a year that had their wife right next to them. Yeah. And it's good because... Your partner has to be in tune. Well, not only that, but Grant and Elena, they're a fucking they're power. Huge. They, they are really... The next. Like, I'm not lying. They are a fucking power couple. Not because they're just doing this shit together, but like they are legit on the same fucking page. And that's really what Grant and Elena came... Like, I came back with so many golden nuggets about relationships and the type of relationships that I need in my life right now being as successful as I am right now yeah. I realized fuck I've been setting the fucking bar really damn low yeah. you know I need to set this bar super high because the type of person that I need yeah. 
is not the type of person that I've been looking yeah. Like, I need to yeah. really set that bar high because when it comes down to it, you need that backbone. Yeah. You need somebody that's going to be on the same page with you. Absolutely. Because if not, all you're running into is conflict all day with work and at home, you know? And I've seen people, I've seen successful people that don't even want to go home. Yeah. And it's like, bro, you just bought a $400,000 house. Go home. <coughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> well, before are we still recording? Yeah. Do you okay. No, no, no. Before we, <laughs> before we end, uh, my wife has come a long way, and she's very supportive. That's um, that's awesome. And um, I mean, we still need to work on setting goals together and things like that. Yeah. But um, as far as you know, she takes care of the kids, and, and she makes sure everything at home mm-hmm. is squared away. Yeah. Uh, and you know, she'll take calls and, and do bookings and things like that. So that's cool. Um, She's, she's definitely tied up a lot of loose ends that um, I can't get to, mm-hmm. and, and I just don't have the time to, Yeah, you know? That's and good. So it's very, very good that she's come on, come on board. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, like I said, I think that's what you need. And really quick, before we start recording, um, I would, I say, I've been telling people this story because it's just some nuggets that I came back with. But I get emotional saying this story. It's a Grant Cardone story. But I get emotional saying it just because it's like, it got me and my two friends that I was with excited. Like we heard this and we're just like, this, this is what we need. Yeah. Like that's what we need, you know? But <clears throat> Grant Cardone and Elena Cardone were talking about their story and how they met and how they started. And, and it just came down to both of them getting on the same page. You know, it came down to when they first started going out, they were fighting. They like, he was already a millionaire, you know? He was 35 years old, already a multimillionaire. He had a lot to offer her, but she needed to be on the same understanding as him. So they used to fight. They used to go through some stuff. But it came down to them sitting down at a restaurant or at a table. I don't know where they were. And they just wrote down everything that they want and everything that they need. Not materialistic, you know, not monetary. But what are the things that you need from me? Emotional, physical, emotional, physical, all those things, the trust and and the loyalty and, you know, the the compassion and, and, you know, the time and all that stuff. So they each wrote down everything that they needed, everything that they wanted. They then exchanged papers and said, can you give this to me? You know, this is what I need and this is what I want. Can you give this to me? And as soon as they agreed, they were, they were, they were fucking one, you know? Yeah. So Elena goes on, don't look, there's a bug. Elena goes on and talks and says, you know, now Grant, Grant is a fucking beast. You know, Grant's a, for anybody that does follow Grant, he's a fucking yeah. beast. You know, this guy goes to work at eight o'clock and he comes home eight, nine o'clock, yeah. 10 o'clock. And Elena says, this is Elena talking, you know, he's my fucking warrior. He comes home. And I set the environment for him. He just finished talking to this person and this person about this million dollar contract and this $10 million contract for, not for him, but for the family, for us. Yeah. He comes home, I set his environment. I don't need to yell at him or bitch at him or complain. I set his environment. He comes home and I nurture him and I refresh him. And the next morning I prepare him to go back to war. And that to me was just like, <laughs> like it gives me goosebumps just so now you're like okay I need to find them I need to find <laughs> Elena <laughs> no but I mean 
even for <laughs> girls too i think girls need to find the guy that will provide that too but at the same time both of you have to provide and give value to each other you know i can i can get into an a relationship where i'm giving nothing but value and there's no value being given back to me i have to be with somebody that's going to give me enough the same value or more than what i'm providing yeah. you know and that's really what it comes down to the golden nuggets that i took from that it was just like fuck like you know if you are successful don't chase after the girls and the female that the right one will come but make sure that the right one has the understanding so that the goals that you do have the legacy that you do want to build they're gonna build it with you yeah. you know and they understand that it's not just a you thing it's a let's build this thing right. together you know so i think that's really powerful i think it's it's super important to have that dynamic with your partner yeah. um but but yeah man you should definitely take your wife to a grand cardone i was gonna tell you there's one on the 29th that i'm probably gonna go to it's it's a it's a little pricey it's a three-day boot camp but i yeah. heard a lot of good stuff so <clears throat> definitely is you guys want to tag along where's that one at Vegas? it's miami it's oh. miami back in miami but your boy love Miami. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't been to Miami yet. No? no. Let's go. We should go. Show you. that boat tour. There, you there go. we go. Yeah. That's another thing. It would be awesome to start bringing those guys here. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So another friend of mine and I have talked well, you know, about If you know Grant Cardone's story, he actually started his, his brand and he passed through El Paso and he hit up every freaking business in El Paso. Talks about it in his 10X world. Really? Yeah, he came to El Paso and he was hitting up all these businesses and he started his brand, The Hustle. Mm -hmm. it, it was, he passed through El Paso and he did a lot of hustle here before yeah. he became Grand Cardone. That's cool. It's crazy, huh? To see that. He's but, definitely the man. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's high energy, man. I don't know how uh, he... This guy's a beast, bro. He's like... Going on 60 and fucking fit, and yeah. this fucker has so much energy. Like, my my boys are sleeping, like, three times a day, put, taking naps, and I'm looking at Grand Cardone, he looks like he sleeps three hours a day, and that's it. Like, he's good wired. to go, you know? Yeah, but he's <clears throat> wired because he's doing what he does. Because he's excited. Yeah, he's excited about fucking yeah. life, you know? Yeah. And I I can't wait to get to that point where... I'm, I feel like I'm at that point where yeah. I, I just have so much fucking energy, you know? Because you're doing what you love. I, I am doing what I, what I love. But I'm just, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I can't wait for the next five, ten years. Man. I'm, I'm fucking pumped. You know, I'm really what are you, 27, 28? 28 going to 29 this year. Ah. Yeah. Big things. Big yeah, things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so still still getting there. But So we'll hire you to come on stage and do your... Yeah, one day. <laughs> one day, definitely. You know, hopefully get this podcast where it needs to be, the vlog where it needs to be, my it's name, my brand, you know, so... That's that's a daily thing, man, and and that's why I on say on episode thirteen, how many did Gary V have? Hundred. <laughs> Maybe a hundred views or a hundred people watching. I mean, yeah. At the beginning, yeah, he talks about it. Didn't pop off for a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Consistent. And you know, I think that's why I look at this, and I was actually talking to Christian about some of my goals with the podcast this morning, and everything that I'm talking about, it's all long term. You know, I'm I'm gonna get. We're gonna be getting whiskey sponsors. We're gonna be getting whiskey companies to send us their bottles and feature them and let me and try them every week. Yeah, and we're gonna get monetized for yeah. this. And Topo Chico, you guys are gonna sponsor us because I love Topo Chico, you know? 
And um, it's all going to happen, but I know, you know, my expectation is set right because I know it's not going to happen in the 15th episode or 20th episode. <clears throat> you know, it's going to take 100 episodes. And you understand episodes. speaking it into existence. I mean, exactly. Always got to be. Definitely. So, very important, but, um, but yeah, man. <laughs> we can keep David. going. <laughs> we can keep going. I don't know how much film we got left. <laughs>